All right. Welcome to the Teaching a Rockstar podcast. On this episode, we have my friend, Annie Passes. Listen, I receive so many questions, so many requests for information about teacher health and nutrition and exercise and life balance. And the person I think of every time is Annie. She's got this thing figured out. She's a teacher. She teaches phys ed at an elementary school, and she has immersed herself in this lifestyle of health and nutrition. She uh, Not only is she an amazing teacher, she's a competitive um, physique athlete, formerly in the MPC, now in the IFBB as a pro. She's awesome. I love her. She's, a, she's an amazing teacher. Even more than that, she is an amazing person, and I think you're going to love her too. All right, here we go. Teaching a Rockstar Podcast with Annie Passis. Let's do this. All right, so I'm going to go back in time, and I'm trying to figure out when. I remember it was in Leander. Is that correct? I was trying to think of that, too. And I'm thinking I just started here at this school, so it had to be about 10 years ago. I was thinking it was like one of the very first ones up there, and uh, it was a long. It was like a decade ago. Yeah, it was ten years ago. I'm thinking around there because I just started in PE. What? No. What were you doing prior to PE? Okay, I have taught elementary school for thirty years. (laughs) I've done kinder through fifth grade, every grade level possible. Yeah. all classroom teachers. And then I just decided, Hey, I want to have some fun. Tired of this testing. And, um, I have one of those grandfathered license where I can teach PE. I can even teach music and I can't even sing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, of all, of all, you know, I'm, I'm not done with this teaching thing and I'll, and I'll go back to the classroom and I have a couple of things left on my bucket list of stuff I want to teach. Cause I've taught a lot of stuff too. I was band director on biology and I've taught language arts and all kinds of stuff, but elementary school PE is on my list. I got to yes. do it. It's, I got to. It's a lot of management. But more management than teaching sometimes, but it's all good. <laughs> and you know, like it's it's the ultimate um, classroom for teaching, like the lessons that you really want to teach, like the stuff the kids going to remember for the rest of their life. It's it's like the ultimate playground and canvas and classroom for all the good stuff. Hey, and if they're not playing, they're not going to be successful as successful in the classroom. I believe it, I man. It's much needed. And you, and you know what else? It's also for um, so many of our kids are just like pure kinesthetic learners and they got to move and they got to get up and they got to play and they got to push and shove and all that stuff. And I think being a classroom teacher for so many years, uh, that was kind of my goal going into PE was to bring in some academics with the, you know, physical play part of it. Yeah. And I wrote several grants. Um, uh, I did um, movement math, movement with math, where uh, I wrote a grant and got a bunch of trampolines, the mini trampolines, and uh, we do singing math problems on the overhead, and they're jumping and they're getting down and doing push-ups on the trampolines. Um, so it's been fun. And yeah. then I've done a grant. I did a grant for Run to Read, where there was running incorporated with the reading. So I've really tried to incorporate learning and the physicality of it too. Yeah. You got it going on, man. You're not playing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the grants to help with money because there's not a lot of money, you know, for the PE program. And so um, that was my goal to just incorporate the two, you know. All right. Let's here's here's what I want to know. When um, this is because like this is completely fascinating to me. Here's what I want to know: when when you first start, when now at what point did you get obsessed with this whole nutrition and working out and the, like the lifestyle? I mean, has it always been your thing, or is it is it recent? No, I, I think that I've always been into fitness and sports and activity. Always been. I kind of was brought up that way. My I was always involved in sports. My family was always in, involved in sports. Um, but 
you know, I took it to a different degree. That's for sure. I mean, I took it to a, a you know, I just, you just keep pushing yourself and you're like, wow, if I can do this, maybe I, if I push a little harder, I can do that. Right. And, you know, um, so as far as the competitive side of me and the competing in fitness, that's where that came from. And it seems like the more successful you are in it, the more you drive to get better and better and better. So. It's true. I don't know about for you, but for me, it's I'm at the point where it's hard just to go to the gym and it's hard just to stay with the program if I don't have a goal. Like I've got to have something where I can see it like a date on the calendar, whether it's a contest or something. Yes, that's me too. And, you know, you can go to the gym and you can eat right, but then come Saturday when everybody wants to order pizza, you know, you're all in for it. So, um, definitely the calendar holds me to it and I still kind of cheat once in a while, but I know when I can. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I think um, for, for me, like psychologically, that's part of the deal. Like I can, I can stay disciplined and I can stay on the program because I know, you know, I have on a stage with very little clothing. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And then, and then also knowing that there's a reward meal coming up, you know, whether, whether that's, you know, every 10 days or on Saturday or something, but you know, the, the way I do my little cheat, like if I know it's going down, I I have a process and here's my, here's my system for it. Like I'll plan out through the week what I'm going to eat that night. But he, I I buy enough where I'm going to eat all of it. That way, it's all gone. Like if I want, oh, I did that too. Yeah, I gotta eat the whole bag of chips. I yep. gotta eat the whole pizza. I gotta get it out. Yeah, and I don't waste. I eat it. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm all in. So, so if I'm getting a steak, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting that. I'm getting the size of steak I can eat. If I get a bag of chips, I might get, I might get like two of those lunch bag sizes. You know, that way, because I'm gonna eat them all. They're gonna be gone. <laughs> gotta get the big one. <laughs> gotta get the big one. And I gotta eat those. And if they're not gone, and I go to bed, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and finish them off, just so they're not there in the morning. I can start fresh. <laughs> Over and done. All right. So, uh, so you were at school. Laugh at me. The girl that I my assistant she's like i'll tell her to hide stuff right. and then i'll like grab her by the shirt it's like tell me <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, i just have to eat it you know so many of these people are like they do the moderation thing but i guess that's our form of moderation just get rid of it and be done and then it's out of my system for for a while yeah <laughs> And so when and I'll, when you started to get into the competition world how um at at what age were you then I think uh, I was trying to think. I think it was around 2011, and it was probably when I was just starting PE. And I was at a um, conference. Maybe it was even yours. <laughs> and then we all go to lunch. You know, that's a big thing. Right. We get to go out to lunch. Like an and adult. So, yeah, and, and eat whatever we want and don't have to have it in a brown bag. So we all, a bunch of us went to lunch, uh, PE teachers, and one girl that I didn't really know very well um, – she was telling me that she was going to do this fitness competition and she's going to do it alone and try it out. And she said, Annie, you should try it. You're, you're, you're fit. It wouldn't take much. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. And so yeah. we started training and, and just blind. We are so blind. We didn't know. I didn't do any cardio. I just thought it was all about the weights. And um, we did this, uh, we went in, we went to Dallas and did the Ronnie Coleman, uh-huh. uh, you know, we went, we went big. I don't know why we went that big, but we went big and I look back on that suit. It was just a plain suit back in the day yeah. and now they're all sparkly and all, uh, but I ended up finishing fifth and, um, thought I was going to never do it again. The tan. Oh my God. The tanning was horrible. Oh, we were going to do it ourselves and then we chickened out. And so we got the people to come and come to our hotel room Yeah, and they did it. Well, they got tanning stuff all over the walls. <laughs> it was just a nightmare, but anyway, it was fun. And then I did it again. She, she quit, she quit competing. That was her first and last. Uh-huh. And, and I kind of quit for a while and I, I just came back the last, uh, four or five years. Yeah. You got crazy the last four or five years for sure. Yeah. Four or five years. I got a little crazy. You know what? Um, it's kind of my therapy. I was going through some stuff yeah. uh, personally and, um, that was just kind of my therapy. I just, 
focus on that. It kept my brain, you know, in competing, you just are focused and that's pretty much all you think of. You, you know, you're eating, you're, your workouts, you know, what you're going to wear, all that. And it just kept my mind busy and it's just very therapeutic for me. You know what it is? I, 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 um, the, the part I love it about it is with teaching, with what I do and even the stuff in the classroom, like all of that is, man, it's really abstract and, and it's such, takes such a creative effort and they're so unexpected and there's really no kid cause kids are crazy and they're going to do stuff every day. You never know what to expect, but what I love about the gym and, and the, and the lifestyle is, is the consistency. Like, you know, exactly what you need to do. And it, it, it really is a formula. And I love the formula aspect. Like if I do this and if I check all this stuff off, I know the, I know what the results are going to be. And, and it makes sense in my head that way. You know, it's like the one area in my life that really is, um, you know, I can, because I, I love a schedule, man. I love, you know, I love locking it in and being on time and making it happen and checking it off the list. And that's like the one area in my life I can make sure that happens. Yeah. And I'm very structured in the classroom as well. I have to be, I have, you know, 50 to 60 kids in there at a time and we have a very structured formula we have fun but they know exactly what they need to do when they walk in and what's going to happen and on what day what things are going to happen and if if i you know like things get in the way in a school and it's wednesday and we're going out to warm up and we're not doing the right warm-up they're like what it's wednesday (laughs) well things changed today but um, yeah, I'm very structured there, but we have a good time. And um, I just try to do that in my life too. You know yeah. what? That, I think that's that's one of the challenges as, um, you know, with, with so many teachers now getting focused, more focused on nutrition and health and exercise and trying to figure out how to work it into their life. That's really, I think, the one of the biggest hurdles they have is the life balance and how do I fit it in and, and, how, and like, what do I do and where do I go? Because I know one thing that... I hear a lot, you know, I think when they, like, let's say they're going to join a gym and they sign up for Planet Fitness because it's the cheapest one and they walk in the doors. And I think for most people that have never done it before, it's so intimidating. Like just getting started because like, what does that machine do? And what is that? Like, I don't know. And, you know, I think they just kind of fake it and walk on the treadmill and go home and never go back. Well, you know, with YouTube, and I still research a lot of stuff, you know, I'll go on YouTube and search new workouts or even Instagram or any of that. Um, But people just have to, I I even feel intimidated, you know, at that crazy time at the gym at 530. I don't like all those people, you know, it's Uh -uh. it's intimidating. Go at an off off hour um, and just walk around. And I, I feel that people at the gym are there to help like just random people they'll help you out and they're they're glad to tell their knowledge about fitness or not yeah you know um and i think people enjoy you know other people asking questions to an extent yeah you know, you know also i think i think it's a lot like junior high where like we're all convinced that everyone's worried about us like but we're worried about whatever people think but but no one is thinking about you they're thinking nobody, about themselves cares. no yeah. Not That's even a so little. Yeah. yeah. And so for you, like, how do you work it in with um, with your life? Because not that everybody wants to compete, not everybody wants to take right. it to, to, to that level, but yet it still takes some time and some effort and some discipline. And so for you, like, what is a typical daily schedule for you? Okay. Well, <laughs> my typical schedule is I used to work out at night after, like, in the evenings, but I switched the last... Uh, three, four years to morning. So I go to work out in the morning before school and I have to be at school at seven 15. So my alarm goes off at three 40 AM. Ouch. I have two alarms. I have one at three 30 and then it, I hit this, I'm allowed one snooze. And then I have the other alarm at four and at four, I should be walking in the gym when that alarm goes off. So I basically, that alarm goes off, I hit the snooze once, I brush the teeth, wash the face, throw on my clothes that are on the floor, and I just head out. And that's it. I go, I don't eat before I go to the gym. Um, And I, depending on where I am in my regimen, 
I always start with some cardio, 20 to 30 minutes, and then I do my weights. And are, my weights are, you know, a body part a day. Are you, are you doing, um, in the morning, you do your cardio first? Are you do, is that like a steady state? Or are you doing a hit? No, I'm just doing a steady. I like the lights out in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lights, because I pretty much sleep while I'm on that cardio. But um, when I have to step it up, of course, I'm doing more of a hit, something like that. Um, and I'm always, uh, when I when I have to step it up and do more cardio when I'm trying to lean, I'll do 20 minutes on um, the treadmill and 20 minutes on the stairs or 10 minutes here, there. I just, I'm always moving around because yeah. I get bored. Um, and I don't allow myself to look at my phone until I get to the gym on the cardio machine. There you because go. We, we always pick up that phone and check out what's going on and it, it just holds you up. Yep. So that's, that's kind of a rule of mine um, to only look at my phone when I'm doing some cardio or when I get to the gym. Oftentimes yeah. I'll see more people in the parking lot of the gym on their phone yeah. than there are in the gym. They're sitting there in the car before they go in or after. It's just like, just think if you took that time and got on a cardio machine and just did low impact, just walk. Yeah. And just walking. Uh, or pedaling, um, yeah, and so definitely. and and so. Waste a lot of time. <laughs> do you go to a commercial gym, or you have uh, one locally, or how do you do it? Well, I have several options. I have uh, I live in an apartment, so I have that gym, which yep. is extremely convenient and close, especially for a quick cardio in the morning. And then I belong to uh, Gold's Gym that I've belonged to forever, and so my my monthly it's it's. You know, it's minimal compared to what other people are paying because I've been there forever. Yeah. And then, um, but they switched and they don't have 24 hours anymore. They don't open till five and see I'm there at four. So um, I go to um, what fit, fitness connection also. So I have three options. Yeah. You know, and then there's always outside too, you know, but. We have a fitness connection here that I just became a member of because my gym that was super convenient and close um, sold to fitness connection and then closed down. And then, so I have this bizarre fitness connection membership, but it's a great gym and it is, I mean, they have everything, everything. Yeah. And there's so much cardio. Um, yeah. In the morning I go to the cardio cinnamon half the time. They don't even have a movie on, but I like it cause it's dark. Yeah. And I just get in there and sleepwalking. Uh, yeah. I sleepwalk or sleep step or whatever. Right. But, and then I'm one of those people that like to work out alone. Me I'm too. I don't, I don't like working out with people. Um, even as far as I used to with cardio, cause it'd make it go fast and you'd be talking, but now it's just like, I'd rather watch something on YouTube while I'm cardioing or something. I'm, I'm oh. always like looking for new workouts and new regiments. And, uh, I've, I've, I've learned a lot on there. Like as far as fasting, I do a lot of intermittent fasting. Um, have you ever tried that? You know, I haven't, but I've been hearing <laughs> a lot about it. Yeah, I try to do that once a week, especially when I'm in training with, um, you know, for a show. But um, I, I think it's, you know, I think I've been doing that all my life, just not knowing I'm doing it. Yeah. But, uh, I usually wouldn't eat until I'm hungry or till later in the afternoon. And so I've done that, a lot of that. Um, and then there's different types. Like I drink bone broth, uh, uh, like sometimes if I'm hungry, like I'll drink bone broth or, and water. That'll be my fast for the day. Yeah. Um, it's very, from the research that I've found, um, it's really good for the body because your body is always digesting your food and it's always busy doing all this work. So when you're fast, it doesn't have anything to do. Just like when, when the husband takes the kids and you're like, oh, now what do I do? Well, that that now your body starts healing and, and working on other parts of your body. So um, it actually ends up giving you more energy in the days that follow. Yeah, that's I, what I hear. And, uh, you know, I tell you this, man, it's um, that's what the, the people that I know that they love it. They say there's two things they love about it is that the one, they have a lot more like mental clarity, like they can they just feel like they're thinking faster and brighter and have more snap to it. Yeah. And they also feel more like alive and awake and energized. Yeah. 
during fasting? Um, So there's just different kinds of fasting you can do. You can do the water or um, the, the bone broth. Is, is a great one because there's some protein in there because I was always worried like I'm going to break down my muscle um so that's always a good one and there's a lot of good pro uh bone broth out there now like different flavors and stuff yeah yeah and then and, <laughs> and so you finish up about what time at the gym okay so I finished up yeah I got off task didn't I um I, I try to leave there by six so then I have an hour to shower get ready eat something um, if I'm not fasting and um, I got to be in the car on my way to school at about five to seven. Takes me about 20 minutes to get to school. All right. And so here's where um, I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people break down is not just with the trying to figure, figure out how to fit the exercise into their day, but also the, the prepping the food and the, you know, I think that that's the downfall of so many teachers, you know, in terms of health is, is like eating at school and the school lunch, because it doesn't seem like a big deal and and it doesn't look like a big deal. Let's say someone is gaining an extra, you know, eight ounces a month. Well, now, I mean, we're, we're looking at, you know, six, seven pounds a year that they're going to gain. And then after, now the next thing they know, but they've been teaching for five years and now they're up 35 or 40 pounds. And like, yeah. like what happened? Well, um, I don't know that teachers anymore eat in the cafeteria as much as they used to, but they always get somebody to go out and get food. I yeah. see a lot of like, you cover my class and I'll go get the food, <laughs> but, or during their off period or something. Um, But yes, I always come prepared because there's not, you know, teaching is stressful. And when you have nothing else to turn to, you turn to snacks. Yep. And I've eaten things at school that I would never think to eat, you know, but it's there and I'm hungry and I'm stressed. So I'll eat it. Yep. Um, So, yes. Yeah. You do need to be prepared. Um, and meal prepping is, can be extremely stressful. I've gotten very good at it where I don't have to measure anything anymore because it's just kind of a visual thing. Yeah. I think that if, um, teachers just have, you know, options for themselves, they just, you know, um, protein, just have protein in Tupperware, even if they don't measure it, you know, um, good carbs, the, the, sweet potatoes, the rice. And even now they have all those good bars that are protein bars that are pretty tasty. Now they're not always the best, but it's a better option than a Snickers. Yeah. It's like we, you know, like Keith Klein calls it the better bad choice. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you have a few of those, I have those stashed in, in my um, desk or, you know, throughout, I have them hidden just in case. Because it is a better option. Otherwise, I'm going to eat stuff that I would even never even think to eat. Yeah. And that I'm not even tasting that good when I'm eating it, but I'm just, I need something. Um, but yes, being prepared nutritionally is very, very important. And so when, and so when you prep, do you, do you, are you, are you one of those traditional, like you'll do it once or twice a week where you do this massive cooking thing? No, I don't do that. I used to. And I, I there's something, I like my food fresh. Um, I do it every night, just quick. Like I will throw um, some fish in a fry pan, you know, uh, just three or four uh, fillets real quick, tilapia or, or uh, orange roughy or something. I love salmon. Yeah. Um, and then now they have those salad packets that are so easy. I can get two meals out of those, buy one of those. Those will last me two meals. Um, and I even use the dressing, but I just use minimal. Yeah. And I'll add some um, lemon juice with it just to, you know, spread it out more. Um, and then I'll just throw a protein in there, uh, chicken, fish. And now in those delis and in the stores, they have so many things prepared for you that are healthy choices. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think, um, um, you know, you know, what I love about this conversation is, um, you know, when you go to the, let's say you want to start some new, new, brand new nutritional approach and people will go to the bookstore and I'll get like these giant books. It's like 350 pages and it's so complex and you have to know your blood type. And, and you know what, man, like it's, just, it's so simple. Like I think the more complex, 
Yeah, I, I felt like um, doing the all one night uh, meal plan and they, you see all these pictures on Instagram of, you know, 24 meals. I just don't do that because I get tired of it. Like, I'll, like I said, the salad or, um, you know, uh, they have the low carb tortillas or something in there. Um, just things that are just quick and easy. I don't spend a lot of time with it, but I just make, better cho- good choices yeah um yeah. just buy all those things and have them on hand nuts um you know fruits depending on what kind of a you know where what your goals are um also you know what else i i've heard had heard all these things about juicing okay yeah. and um so what i did at the beginning of this last prep i thought i just woke up one morning i'm gonna start juicing well, those juicing um, uh, things are hugely expensive. Yeah, they are. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Well, I took my Walmart, uh, what do you call it, mixer, whatever, um, blender. I took my Walmart blender that I think I bought for $40. I threw some water in there, and I put um, spinach and kale and cucumber and some carrots and mix that up and some sea salt. Sea salt is a key here because it adds a little taste. Yeah. And I started drinking that and I just mixed it up. And um, I was drinking about two or three of those a day during the beginning of my prep to get me a head start. And then I went down to maybe one or two. Um, but I definitely ate more vegetables this way. Yeah, for sure. I think I pretended to like vegetables back. I like a salad, but like the spinach was just the texture on my teeth or something. But when I started juicing, it made a big difference. Right. And you know what else? I, I think don't know um, if I should call it juicing since I don't have an official juicer. No, but you're but, blending it up. It's good enough, man. It's like yeah. it's like the thing is just chewing it for you. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so um, it was so much easier. Got myself some of those fat straws. <laughs> And um, yeah, I've been doing it. You know, I t- I, I think um, even it, it's for like today, like even more so than even five years ago, it's so much easier to eat healthy food that tastes great. Like I'm just talking like simple condiments, like you know, like the Stubbs sugar-free barbecue sauce, and like all those. There's some amazing condiments and and products out there that that nowadays. And I think maybe people maybe people are still thinking it still tastes like it did eight years ago, but it doesn't, man. It's so no, good. It's way different. And uh, I go on Amazon all the time and look for things. I'm a chipaholic person. I miss the chips and the crunch. Yeah. And there's so many good chips out there now. Um, Vegan Bob's has a great chip. A lot of variety and flavors too. They're so good. What are they? Are they baked? Is that, is that, is like yeah, they're fat? baked and they have um, turmeric flavored, but you know, they taste great. Yeah. And spinach and, and so forth. Um, but those are really good. And so, you know, I have those on hand when, uh, especially in prep, when I'm needing a crunch or I'll use cucumbers and dip, you know, something like that. Um, always trying to make the better option, uh, choice, I should say. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I did a lot of things different with the juicing and the, uh, and, and just like the chips when I was feeling that need for a crunch got some of those chips. Um, there's just a lot of variety out there. It's so much easier now. Yeah. Hey, well, I was wondering when you, um, after that first contest you did, and then you decided to do another one, was there at some point where you really started digging into the research and, and, or, or, or did you get a coach or did you have a partner in crime in this deal that you guys were Uh, doing it together? You know, I never got a coach, uh, after those first two, um, NPC shows that I did, I went to the naturals. Um, which was a great, was a great choice for me because, uh, it built my confidence. You know, I started doing really well with the naturals because the NPC isn't always natural, but the natural rarely uh, is it natural. They they actually test to make sure that nobody's drugging. And, um, I started doing really well and it built my confidence. And then I knew that I wanted to. I would go back and forth to MPC and, and back and forth. And um, then I decided I'm going to focus on MPC 
because I did hire a coach. I hired a pretty well-known coach, actually. And I got my pro card then. Uh-huh. And once you get your pro card in the MPC, you have to sign off that you're not going to compete in any other federation. And I was willing to do that. Well, this last time I decided, you know, being a teacher, coaches can be expensive. <laughs> it can be really expensive. I decided, you know, I know what to do. Um, I know my body because another thing is he, he had me doing so much cardio Yeah. and I'm, and you don't understand how many calories I burn being a PE teacher. Like I'm playing with these kids, you know, as much as I can. And I'm burning so many calories. So I decided I'm going to save some money. I'm not going to have hire a coach. I'm just going to do it myself. Win or lose. I don't care if I, place I have my pro card it is what it is I'm just gonna do it and that's what I did and I did less cardio I ate more I went in six pounds heavier than I had ever been on stage and I got a second place as an IFBB pro I was I think I'm more proud of that that I that I coached myself yeah and, and did that well um but I did a lot of things different like I said I I didn't stress about the meal prep. I just had things ready and I ate when I was hungry. And then, you know, they always say, you got to eat right after you work out to feed that, that, but I've also done research on that. That's not necessarily true. Just as long as you get your calories in that day, doesn't have to necessarily be right after you work out. So I ate when I was hungry. Um, I ate until I was satisfied whether it was four ounces or six ounces, I didn't, you know, focus on that four ounces. Yeah. Um, I was always told. And I did the juicing. Um, I also did, I don't know if you've heard, I did some research on the infrared light, the red light therapy. I've heard about heard it. Yeah. I've heard about it. Yeah. I haven't done it though. Okay. Well, that's another thing. I started doing that, but listen to this, Hal. You're getting I into did- all the kooky stuff, man. <laughs> No, I, I, yeah, I get excited about this stuff, but I, um, I did the research on it and it costs like $40 a session right. to go. Well, I was on YouTube and I saw that this girl made her own. So I'm like, I'm going to make my own. So I went and got the lights. I got three of the infrared lights, uh-huh. ordered them on Amazon. And then you got to screw them in those, whatever they are. And you got to make sure they're 250 watt. <laughs> and I put it on a shower rod. I, I, I put, put all three of them on a shower rod uh-huh. so that I, because I live in a small apartment and I don't have a lot of room. And so I screw that into the bathtub and then you can lay in the bathtub <laughs> with no water. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I started doing that. I made the whole thing for a hundred bucks and every day, Every day I sat in there for 20 to 30 minutes on each side. What'd you think? I feel like my skin tightened up, my skin tightened up, my skin. um, It doesn't tan you, you know, it doesn't tan you, but it did. um, It changes the the tone of your skin. Yeah. And I started having people, you know, what are you, your skin, you know, like commenting on my skin. And I think that was a huge part of it. But it definitely tightened my core. My core had never been that tight before. No question. So, you like yeah, and you know, um, I feel I had some cellulite on the back of my legs, and I felt like that cleared up a little bit. Um, really focused on my hamstrings as a whole this training, but uh, yeah. So I made it myself for a hundred dollars, Hal. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I would have got two sessions out of that, and I got, I did it every day. It was kind of like. I looked forward to it. I would do it before I went to bed and help me. It helps with the immune system, sleeping. Um, it, it helps heal your body um, from soreness. I've done a lot of research on that. You know, the, the one thing I have done is I've done a little bit of the cryotherapy. Have you done that? Yes. Yes. I did that too. And, and a lot of the cryotherapy, um, they, the, 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 those same places do the infrared. Ah. Uh-huh. Right? Um, well, I have a story on that too. Go ahead. (laughs) Tell me. I started doing that too, but then I was at the dollar store and I saw those ice packs and it said, 
it said cryo ice pack. I'm like, hell, why don't I just freeze these and lay these on my body? <laughs> so sometimes I would do that too while I was doing the infrared. Yeah. I would have it on the back of my leg when I was laid up. And then <laughs> so, I have all kinds of so, so actually saw me in private and all the crazy shit I do. <laughs> <laughs> so so my uh, deal with the cryotherapy is i got a um a gift card for christmas one year and i totally forgot about it until last summer i remembered i had like i found it in my wallet i went oh i'm gonna go do this because i had my shoulder was hurting and i heard like it, it does all this stuff you know great stuff for inflammation i said let's do it so i go over to the cryotherapy place and I didn't understand, I guess, what they meant because it had like a little changing curtain room where you go, you go behind the curtain and you, and you have a bathrobe in there for you. And it had a little sign that said, make sure you dry off completely. And I was like, all right, whatever. But like, it's Houston. It's like 112. And like, I'm sweating just from walking across the parking lot. And I didn't realize what was about to happen. So I pretty much dried off from, you know, just from regular perspiration in Houston. But then I got in a thing and um and it was getting really cold. And um I don't even I can't remember what temperature is, but you can see the number, right? And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy below zero, hundreds. And on and so and then I get a little nervous because the phone rang and the girl left to go answer the phone. I'm thinking, like, what if she gets Yeah, yeah what if she gets abducted or something? I'm stuck in this thing. And then I get out, and then about an hour later, I realize why you're supposed to dry off so well. Because like I got like frostbite, yeah, from where I had perspired before I got into the thing. That's funny. That ain't comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And plus I was because I'm so short, man. And the thing like I can barely see over the thing. And I'm thinking, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna drown in the cold or something in here. <laughs> yeah, that was. I kept thinking when I was in there. I grew up in Minnesota. I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's an experience for sure. But I suggest you go get those dollar store ice packs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't been since I ran out of my gift. I had three sessions for my gift. And yeah. I, I, that's, I'm not I, like, I have a hard time paying for stuff too. So. You have to be consistent and, and, and just do it a lot. Like, cause I've heard a lot of positive things about the cryotherapy, but they said, you got to go every day for a long time. Yeah. Which is a huge expense. And that's what the the same with the infrared light. You you have to be consistent, you know. Sure. Hey, if is um for, for those teachers that are um, about to go to the gym and they're 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 turning over a new leaf, is there now you said you've done some stuff on YouTube trying to find is is there somebody that you follow that you found was helpful and um informative and somebody that uh, found like is a good teacher for a teacher? No, <laughs> not really. Um, yeah. I just do a search if I'm looking for um, a certain workout. And sometimes it's like huge bodybuilders, but I just adapt it down to myself. Yeah. But um, no, not really. It's just I do searches. Um, and then on Instagram has a whole lot of stuff. You just go to the tag searches and um, research any body part you want to um, work. And they have just. They have video. It's I don't know if you've ever done that, but there's just so much out there. There really um, is. Yeah, yeah. And but, so, are you? Are you? Is that, is that still kind of your same schedule where you're doing their cardio in the morning and then you'll do one body part yeah. a week? So then I get to school and I work at school. And I will say, um, you know, I work in a gym, so I have that advantage of this big room. But every time um, we dismiss a class, we have five minutes in between, so. We they enter at one end of the gym and they dismiss at another. And so uh, the girl that I work with, we you have to lunge back. That's uh. the rule. Yeah, you got to lunge back, which is uh, quite a distance. So we get I get some sets of lunges in uh, at least five sets a day, or depending on what's going on, unless there's an issue. Um, but then after school, I uh, come home, you know, we all have our laundry and our errands and our stuff that we need to do. And then in the evening, um, uh, like I said, I'll throw some fillets in some salmon in the oven. Um, uh, Oh, the fry cooker. That's amazing. The air fryer thing. Air fryer. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a lifesaver. I throw something in there. Vegetables in there is very good. And I usually eat my meal because i like my food hot and fresh yeah and then i just 
packed up for the next day. So it's like I'm making myself dinner and I'm packing for the next day. Um, and I, think, I do that pretty much yeah, every day. Man, I think that that's one of those habits that is good to get into is what I always tell people. Look, it takes just as long to cook one serving as it does to cook yeah. five servings. So if you, right. you know, it's, let's not put just one or two, you know, fillets in there. Let's put six or seven. That way you have them for the next yeah. day. And, um, and like I said, if there's no time, there's always that salad option or they have, uh, you know, salmon, uh, that, uh, smoked salmon in those packets. Yep. I have the option tuna, you know, if I just don't have time one night because life gets in the way, um, there's always those options. You just have to have that stuff on hand and ready to go. Yeah. Um, so I think the shopping, the grocery shopping is the big thing. Just making sure you have everything that you need. But yeah, I like to um, cook every night if possible, just to have a fresh dinner and then just, just pack that for the next day. And so enough. you have, um, now let me ask you this. Cause you have, uh, you have, how many kids? You have three kids. Is that right? Three boys, three yeah. boys, and they're and they're out. But when they were home, was all this? Now, were were you were you into this lifestyle when 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 they were still? Yeah, I would I would um, I would cook separate, you know, and 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 boys, you know, mac and cheese, hamburgers, hot dogs, pizza, and and those boys are so lean, and you know, their weight's never been an issue for them, so I can feed them anything. And actually, I'm always trying to feed them, but um, yeah, I would just cook separately. And I just, just, I never saw that it takes that much extra time. I know, I know people say that, but you know, I just, I'm doing this on the side and this, I'm just always on the go. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's not a big deal for me. Um, and, and in the morning after I come from the gym, I'll fry myself egg whites or oatmeal. I don't like my eggs sitting overnight. I like them fresh. Um, and I mean, how long does it take to fry some eggs? Right. Like five minutes. It's so fast. Yeah. I don't know. That's me. Um, and now they have a lot of convenient, and uh, the egg blenders or what all that is, um, the carton. Yep. But I can't I'm do not, it. I'm, I can't either. It's just psychological. I have to have real eggs. Yeah. It freaks me out. Yeah. I take the yolk out. I'll, you know, I'll eat, I eat up to six eggs in the morning. With one yolk. Yep. People. Uh, yeah. People freak out when I see how many, cause I go through cartons and cartons and cartons yeah. of eggs just because it's a simple meal. And so what I'll do is once a week, I will, um, put about, I don't know, maybe six pounds. I'll, I'll, I'll sizzle up about six pounds of extra lean ground Turkey. And then oh. I package them in sandwich baggies. So it, it makes about four sandwich baggies. I put three in the yeah. freezer and I take one out and put that in the fridge. And what I like to do is I'll do like a couple and like, I'm the same as you. I don't have to measure anything. I can kind of eyeball it. I'll put yeah. like two and a half to three ounces of ground of that cooked ground Turkey into the pan, extra lean, of course. And then I put my egg whites in there and I'll do, and like you all do one yolk yeah. as well. And that, because that way it gives it more texture and has a little bit of meat in there. And then I'll season it up. Protein and, holds you longer. And that's an excellent meal that you can make happen inside of four or five minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's a great idea. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, the breakfast. Yeah. Uh, but that's how I do my eggs. So I just like them fresh and, Yep. Ready to. Yeah, I think the other thing is is figuring out like what like that meal for whatever I eat, that's my first and my last meal because I love it so much because there's so there's so many different ways you can season it and toppings and you know I can put yeah. vegetables in it and and but I think that's also a key is to help people understand if you look at it you only eat just a handful of meals over and over and over the key yeah. is finding the ones you absolutely love. Yes, I agree because. I agree. I'm kind of, you know, they do the six meals a day thing. That that was always a big thing. That was kind of hard for me. I, I'm more of a camel. Like, I like to eat it all and be done for a while. Um, and so I, I eat a pretty good breakfast, pretty hearty breakfast when I, um, and then I just wait until I'm hungry. I don't do the three hours, you know, but I think that comes with experience too. Um, maybe. But I like to eat, feel full, and just wait until I'm hungry again. Yeah. That's 
And then again, man, keep like keeping like having something ready that you can have. Yeah. You know, because so because when you get hungry again, that's when we make some bad choices. Yes, exactly, exactly. But my students are pretty used to me standing on the gym floor eating. <laughs> they're always curious as to what it is, but when they see it, they're like, "Oh yeah, no." <laughs> Never mind. You, you can keep your cod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So what's next for you, man? So we have, um, I mean, you've been crazy successful with this whole kind con- I mean, are you, are you still in it? Are you, you going to keep going? Well, um, every time I do a show, I'm like, this is going to be the last one. I mean, I, I'm 53 and it's probably time to hang up the bikini, but, um, I don't know. I just enjoy it. And it's, um, I, I just, I'm having a hard time hanging it up, but I, I will definitely finish out the year here. Um, I was just looking at the schedule last night, looking at some shows. There's, there wasn't a lot of options for pro masters, but I'm seeing a few more opened up. So I'm, I'm definitely, I'm looking at one, um, the end of July. Um, where's that one? That was in Florida. Mm. Florida. So in the, in the pro masters division, is it, um, do they have anything? Is it 45 and up or, um, well, it's 35. 40, 45 and 50. Oh, so, 50 now. You know, here's what's yeah. interesting is that there's definitely increasing Plus, like they before. Don't always offer them. Like they might have a show and say this is just for 40 and up or 35 and up. Right. But I have to take them because they very seldom have 50 and up. I know that one in Pittsburgh does, right? They have that masters yeah, um That's one of the few. Yeah. This this last show I did uh 40 was the was the highest. Um so they don't always offer it because I think that there's not as many pros in that age division. So, um, but when I go in, like if I were to do that show, I would do 35, 40, 45 and 50. Cause if you're going to show up, you might as well play. Right. No, <laughs> I yeah. got to sit on the bench. Um, and it's always good practice. I still, um, the open bikini pro, I could go compete with that, but that's, that's a little tough. I was forced to do that one uh, last year. Uh, they had more girls competing in the Masters Pro than in the Open. So they made all uh, the Masters girls compete in the Open just to make it look like there's a big yeah. show up. <laughs> so I, I did that. Um, but, you know, I didn't place or anything, which is, uh, you know, expected. For sure. And it's hard to go against that, those baby girls. Baby. They're babies. <laughs> hey, as as you get older, what what would you would you say? What the biggest um, have you noticed? It was it is it recovery that's the hardest, metabolism or or what? Anything changing that you noticed? Um. Well, I just think that just it's just easier to stay leaner. I don't know. Uh, I feel like my midsection is probably the toughest for me. Yeah. To lean out, I lean out in my arms so quickly, and then. My midsection is in my core is still needing to lean out. Now the average person would go, Oh my God, you're lean. But you know, when you're getting on the stage in that competition state, right. Gotta be small <laughs> reptilian. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not definitely nothing you can hold for any length of time. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I know, um, that is what's interesting. I think as people scroll, you know, doing their scrolling through Instagram and Facebook and all that, and they're seeing all that stuff is, is where I really hope they would know that there's a, so many people out there that they'll get in shape just for those pictures. And I'll take hundreds, if not thousands of pictures over, across those few days and put them up all year long where really a lot, of, I mean, very few people put their, if they're deep into off season and they know they're not competing for another eight months, very rarely do they show what they look like. When they're all yeah. fluffy. I don't put progress pictures up. I don't really even tell people when I'm going to compete. I just show up at the show and go, oh, by the way, I just competed or I'm about to compete. And, and uh, my friends are like, what? Because I, I keep it quiet. I'm My social media isn't just about fitness. It's, you know, my life, you know, yeah. in general. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just people take different takes you know, approaches on their competing and their fitness levels. Um, have you, have you had any questions from uh, moms of kids and, and <laughs> other teachers like what is going on with your PE well, I teacher? Will say, when I first 
started, I, I felt like I was kind of shunned because yeah. like, what are you doing? You know, what is that? <laughs> um, but I think I've gained some respect since uh, I've been doing it so long. And, you know, definitely people ask me, you know, how to do, the, you know, what, what to do as far as fitness and, 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 and nutrition and such. Um, but yeah, it was tough at the beginning. It was tough. I got a lot of uh, backlash, but well, I thought, you know, it's not like it's a bar bikini competition. I mean, this is legit. Right. Yeah. This is serious. Yeah. 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 So I did get a lot. It was hard. And I still at school, um, I stay, you know, I'm in fitness clothes all day, but I, I stay pretty covered up. I don't, um, you know, flaunt my fitness or anything i don't ever you know preach about it if people ask uh, i'll give input but i never preach about it i don't want people to say oh here she comes put the cookies away because <laughs> i mean i'll be the first to eat the cookie <laughs> but um I, I stay pretty um covered up and uh yeah people like even this last show people were like what i go yeah you didn't know all that was under there because <laughs> i wear you know bigger clothes and you know, I'm respectful to what I do. Sure. A teacher. And um, so a lot of people don't know until it, it's out there. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, what, what I've noticed a lot of times when people ask, oh, my gosh, how do you get in that kind of shape? And you tell them that's not the answer they're looking for. They want something a lot easier than that. They don't no. want. <laughs> Is there something else I could do? That doesn't sound so good. Yeah. Like a pill I could take or something. It's like, no. Uh, I guess like people like us, when we do it, it's just, it's, we know what we need to do and it just kind of becomes second nature. Yeah. There's tough moments. That's for sure. Especially at school. You know, the teachers are all just full of constantly and chips and food. And we're always celebrating somebody's birthday or retirement or baby or wedding or something. And it's, it's tough, but, um, you know, and sometimes I still, you know, go for it but uh you just have to know your limits sure yeah and so if you were um if somebody came to you and said hey listen i you know i I'll, i can never do what you do but i do want to get in shape tell me where to start what 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 advice would you give them well i just had a girl uh come to me she wants to lose 40 pounds which is quite a bit in the next 12 weeks i'm like well that's that's a lot that's contest but, prep right there <laughs> yeah i know right um but my first advice was, would be to do some cardio and fasted cardio before eating in the morning is I think the best. Um, so I would start with cardio. They got to get some cardio in, um, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And you'd be surprised how fast that can go. 30, 40 minutes is not that much. I know it seems like a lot to uh, people that don't do it, but if you just get moving, your body and even start out slow on a treadmill walking um, and then work up. That'd be great. But 20, 30, 40 minutes would be best depending on where they are um, and how much weight they want to lose. And then of course, nutrition. Yeah. Just come back. Um, and you don't even need, I feel like you don't even need to, to count calories it gets, it just gets so monotonous. I don't count calories. I don't count macros. I just eat good protein, good fats and good carbs in moderation Sure. You know, to where you're satisfied. You know, nobody wants to starve. So when you're satisfied, you need to stop. I think you know? people get crazy, um, paranoid or, or scared of the carbs. Yeah. Well, I agree. I agree with that. And, you know, maybe some taking some carbs out of the diet, but not at first. I think that when people first start into this and they start doing some cardio and eating right, they need to eat the carbs and then kind of just see where that's getting them as far as their weight. And if they're still not losing, then you can back off on some more carbs. Yeah. But if they're eating healthy carbs, it shouldn't be a huge thing. Um so that's, that's my advice. And, and counting calories can just be so stressful for people. It and, really can. You know, yeah. Yeah. And when you're hungry and you don't know what to eat, I, my suggestion is just eat some healthy protein. 
Always. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, you know, I think people, um, for me, you know, at this point in my kind of with what I have going on, I, I, I still go to my nutritionist. I still go see Keith Klein and one, but here's what's interesting. Like I know what to eat. I know what he's going to say, but yeah. the reason I go is, is, is the accountability factor. Like I know I'm about to get on a scale. I know he's going to pinch me with the calipers. We're about to get the tape measure out. And I want to see results and, you know, and like, and I want to see, you know, that lean body mass increase and my fat decrease and, and that knowing that's going to happen on Wednesday of next week, it keeps me focused. Yes. Yes. And, um, I don't know how people feel about this, but I don't get on the scale very often. I just look in the mirror and go by what I look like. Yeah. You know? And if I'm feeling a little thick, then I pull back on the carbs a little bit more. Um, but, uh, this last prep, I weighed at the beginning of the prep and then like two weeks away from the show, I started weighing myself, but, um, I just went by the look of the mirror and take, you know, taking progress pictures, you don't have to post them, yep. but you know, we take them just to, 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 um, you know, check ourselves. Um, so I, I think that people think that think it's too stressful because of the counting the calories and the weighing and the this and the that. Um, actually, I measured more this time with uh, measuring. I measured my waist and my glutes. Yep. <laughs> that's the thing too with us is that um, in, when we compete, we do all that cardio at the end and then we start losing our glutes, uh, which is something you don't want to do. So um, this, I, I, I measured more. Than, than actually weight. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that um, people shouldn't get overwhelmed with the counting the calories and just get up and do some cardio. Get up 30, 40 minutes early and just throw some cardio in your life and then eat healthy proteins, carbs, and fats. And and when you're hungry, just eat some more protein. Yep. <laughs> I don't believe in starving. You know, that, that cardio thing <clears throat> right now, like, and, and some people say, well, I hate it, but guess what, man? You can pair cardio with something you love. There's so much good stuff on Netflix and YouTube and podcasts and music and just find yeah. what, like, so if you find a show that you want to binge and love, it makes cardio awesome if you know you get a whole episode of the Ozarks in or whatever you're into. Exactly. Exactly. And um, just don't allow yourself to watch until, unless you're on a machine. Yep. Or, doing something and that's just like my phone in the morning i just you know i see text there but i will not look until i get to the gym and i'm on a, a cardio machine um and i know a lot of times they say well on cardio you need to focus on the cardio and not do other things but you know what if you <laughs> it's better than nothing yeah it's better than not doing being on that machine it's so, just burning um, calories man i'm not gonna think yeah. about it yeah and i mean you know yeah there's a time when you got to put the phone up and the and video and you got to you know, do some sprinting or something, but, um, for people just starting out, I mean, think of it as a reward to watch a podcast or watch a video or check your email or whatever. Um, I just think it's, you see people, like you said, sitting in their cars before they get out <laughs> and I'm like, there's 20 minutes right there. Yeah. Like, 20 right. minutes is quite a bit on cardio. So here's what I want to know when you've written, um, when you are, in the not, not not that you really have an off season, but when you're not prepping for a show till the day before the show, um, how much of a change is there in your body? You know, are you, are you is it like twelve pounds, eight pounds? Like how far how far um, away are you yeah. from from stage? I probably needed to this last time lose eighteen pounds, so there's quite a bit. Um, this time I'm trying to you know, keep it with like 10, 15, yeah. um, would be nice, but Kyle, I do love food. Um, and I can't help myself sometimes, but I'm doing better. I'm doing better this time. It's, it's a challenge for me. Um, I can eat a whole pizza with no problem, but I, did you, have you tried the cauliflower pizza? Yes. Oh my God. I love it. I mean, there's still a lot in it but it's better. Um, but I'm trying to, um, but yeah, about 18 pounds I had to lose this last time. Yeah. 
I think that's I think I think people think um that part of the contest is so interesting like you know the fact that part of the deal is losing 18 pounds like that how hard that that is you know and and I don't know about you but I got to be honest like the the actual act of the contest the spray tan the thing I don't even like that but I just like the whole journey and that's kind of the I kind of have to do that just to finish the journey Right no, I like that part. I like that because I, I feel like for 12 weeks, I've looked like crap. <laughs> I just go to the gym and whatever. And finally, I get to like shine and, and, and look pretty for a change and yeah. put on some makeup. But I do like that part. But yeah, it's uh, it's tough. And, you know, there's days that are tough. There's days that are easier than others, just like anything. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, like the one thing I always that crosses my mind to, to that like motivates me because I, I think people that that's where they get like like how do you keep focused and like for, you have to find your own thing. But one thing for me is I love the idea of doing things that most people can't do. Like yeah. I love to doing the stuff that such a tiny percent of the population can stick with, have the discipline, the consistency, and stay with yeah. it. I love that part of it. I agree. I agree. And it's the competition, you know, competitive side of me. Like I want to be, um, I knew when I went in for that, uh, IFBB pro card, I did not anticipate, you know, getting that, but I thought, God, that would be so nice to be the first one in the, in the, um, cause there were several girls trying to get it in the, um, naturals. Yeah. You know, and to be the first one, I was like, yeah, and then I, you know, I did it. It's just like, um, you just set your goals just a little step up. And I don't always tell people my goals. You know, I just keep them to myself. Um, and, yeah, I did have that. On in uh, on New Year's Day, I wrote on Post-it Notes my goals for 2019. And they're on my mirror in my bathroom, stuck up there. And uh, one was to move my dad from Minnesota to Texas, did that. And one was to get top three in an IFBB pro show. Now, did I think that was really going to happen? Probably not. But got to check that one off the other day. Done. <laughs> All right. What's the uh, – tell us so uh, so we can keep everybody posted. What is the date of your next contest? Well, I haven't fully committed, but I do have it here. July 27th. Um, it's called Crystal Cup Pro Masters, and it's in Boca Raton, Florida. Boca Raton. Is that what it is? I think okay. that's how you pronounce it. Raton. Okay, so that's the one I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm kind of, I did look at the Pittsburgh in August. It's August 28th. But the thing about that one is there's so many, um. It's back so to school. Yeah, and it's back to school. There's so many people because it's a it's an amateur amateur um, yep. qualifier for a pro card, and there's just so many people. But Gary Udit does an excellent job on those shows. Those are amazing. I love you know what I love. I love the just how how organized it is, and I love the yeah. text messaging. Like you you don't even know like, like you know text. Yeah. Hey, it's time to come down and get, oh get warmed up. All right, here we go. There's no sitting around <laughs> all day. Awesome. Um, but yeah, August 28th is a tough one for me with the beginning of school. What's the name um, of that one? That's the uh, Pittsburgh Masters National, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I'm kind of looking at August 1st. They have a um, Tampa Bay, Tampa, Florida. There's one in San Antonio, August 8th. So that's close for me. It's a money saver. I might do that. So uh, I, I have my list here. Got my goals. Yeah. Um. So I haven't committed officially, but that one in the 27th has some good prize money. Really? Yeah. For masters. In fact, I just got an email from the last show saying we need this information so we can pay you. So that feels good. Like I'm getting paid now to win. And uh, that's an incentive. Although it's not everything. (laughs) Do do, uh, do, uh, you have any uh, sponsors? I do have sponsors. I have gains in bulk. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're an online um, nutrition shop. I met them at uh, the uh, Natural Olympia I did years ago, um, and so they're awesome. Family-run um, um, company. 
really good people. And then I have One Stop Nutrition here in Cedar Park, Texas. That helps me out too. Cool. Yep. I, love uh, it. So I have a few. All right. Yeah. All right. And listen, I can't thank you enough. And this is your day off, and you're still at the schoolhouse. And, um, <laughs> house the house of rock <laughs> yeah and spending time with me i really really appreciate it yeah i hope to see you maybe come back here to have you been here i have been back a few times i've been back to different schools up there but and i've done my little teach rock star thing in austin but um next time i'm there we're gonna hang out and uh, we're gonna go train together yes that's what we need to do <laughs> definitely <laughs> all right thank you so much all right Hal. good all right. talking to you take care bye-bye bye-bye